Insider, the show that takes you inside the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Monmouth, Oregon to Billings, Montana, and from Ellensburg, Washington to Fairbanks, Alaska, good evening and welcome to this edition of GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, your host, and once again this week, we're going to take a comprehensive look at what's going on in and around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. A little later tonight, we're going to talk women's soccer with Laura Moore, Seattle Pacific University midfielder. The soccer season is into the home stretch right now. We're going to talk with uh, Laura about a very challenging week and a few games ahead for the Seattle Pacific Falcons. Also a little later tonight, Isaiah Davis, this week's Special Teams Player of the Week, is going to join us from Central Washington University to talk a little bit about football season. And our first guest tonight is going to talk basketball with us, GNAC Women's Basketball. Aaron Chambers from Simon Fraser University will be our first guest here tonight. And, well, the basketball season is indeed getting underway. Schools around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference are having their first full week of practice this week. And joining us on the phone line now from up in Burnaby, British Columbia, is Aaron Chambers. Aaron, thanks for making time for us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Oh, no problem. Now, you have had quite a career up there for Bruce Langford and the Klan. During the 2012-13 season, you were the GNAC Defensive Player of the Week. Last year, a Women's Basketball Coaches Association Honorable Mention All-American, a Dactronics First Team All-West Region selection, and why not? You averaged just under 23 points a game. You led the GNAC. You were sixth nationally in scoring, sixth in field goal percentage, fourth in free throw percentage. How are you going to top that this year? Because you've had great back-to-back years for the Klan. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. Um, I just I'm just planning on building on my successes from last year. I worked hard in the gym in the off season, and um, I love playing basketball. So um, I'll just give it my best and keep going. All right. What specifically did you work on during the off season? As we've already talked about, a defensive player of the year and obviously an offensive force. So what did you work on? I don't know if I can give you away my secrets, but um, just uh, my. <laughs> My post game um needed a little work so I was I was down low on the block there uh getting getting some different moves on but just generally overall refining some things, tweaking some things and just enhancing the things that I already did well. Well, you do do a lot of things well defensively and offensively as we mentioned. I've got to ask you as a defensive player of the year a couple of years ago and last year as a top offensive player, what do you like better, offense or defense? <laughs> of course, offense is more fun and it's more flashy, but everyone knows that defense really, it's the its the nitty-gritty and it's going to win you the game. So I think we're going to have to go with defense there on that one. Okay. There are a lot of offensive players who defensively, they, they like to, to take plays off, if you will, in order to conserve energy so they can go down and be at their best on the offensive end. As the best defensive player at Simon Fraser, at least on the squad the last couple of years, you can't do that, can you? You have to play hard on the defensive end every play. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think maybe last year uh, we could say that maybe I did that a little couple times and focused more on the 
offensive end, but um, this year I'm really going to try and focus on bringing that defensive intensity every single time and just that aggression to get stops. Last year you got to the NCAA tournament. What was the appearance in the postseason like for you? How how exhilarating was that? It's a blast. Anytime that I get to play extra basketball games on top of the season, it's a lot of fun. And um, we we went out there and we did our best. We didn't get necessarily as far as we wanted to, but um, we played some tough teams and fought in some pretty good battles there on the court. So it was it was great. Was the competition you you uh, had to face at the GNAC level, did that prepare you for the postseason? Were the teams, I guess I'm saying, in the GNAC as tough as any that you saw after that? I know you didn't play them all I, in the postseason, but you got a chance to see some teams. Is the GNAC right there with the, the top teams in the West? Oh, for sure. I think the GNAC is one of the one of the best conferences here. And um, night in and night out, we see that in the games that we play in our um, – our division here and they're all hard fought battles and they're bloodbaths really. And when we went um, to nationals and saw the other teams compete, I felt like not just our team, but GNAC teams in general were right up there with them and doing great things. Now you are one of several returners for Bruce Langford and the clan this year. You've got a good backcourt returning Katie Lowen, Ellen Ketter coming back. Meg Wilson was a quality post player on the inside last year. You're coming off that NCAA tournament appearance last year. What are the expectations you have of yourself and that the team has of itself heading into this year's campaign? I think we're still trying to figure those things out, just as um, this was our first week back here um, doing full practices. But I definitely think that with with the returning players and with the new people coming in, be it red shirts or be it rookies, we're gonna we're gonna find our groove. And I really think that. Um, nationals is in our future and i hope that we we can get there do you have some personal expectations this year do you expect to maybe score more points or are there things are there certain personal goals that you've also set for yourself um i i don't necessarily think of i need to score more points it's just going to be a little give and take and still finding out um all the roles on our team that we're going to have this year I'm I'm definitely going to continue scoring and continue doing that aspect for the team but if someone else picks it up in a game I'm I'm fine with that and I'll just I'll see how it goes and find my baskets here and there. Final question for you with your success of the past couple of seasons personally and with the success of the clan team last year and the last couple of years frankly but last year certainly with that NCAA tournament appearance is this a more confident group heading into the season this year? than the team you were on last year? Um, I, I think you could say that. I think me personally, I am I am more confident now that I have had that season that I had last year, and I know what I can do, and I know um, just the hard times and all that experience that I have gained. But, yes, with the returning girls, I think they, they kind of know what it what it is needed to get it done, to get to the national championships and just kind of – what needs to be done on a daily basis and just generally as a team. So I feel like we are, we're more prepared and we're ready to go. Well, Aaron, thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Good luck to the clan this year. Good luck to you personally. And uh, let's see if the clan can uh, make a second straight appearance in the NCAA tournament here just a couple of months from now. I tell you, the season's going to go by fast once it gets going. 
Oh, it always does. Thank you so much for having me. Aaron Chambers from Simon Fraser University joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Time for us now to take a trip around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. In Portland, the GNAC has teamed up with the Portland Trailblazers to host the second annual Women in Sports Seminar, the event which caters to high school and college-aged women interested in pursuing careers in sports is scheduled for January the 24th at Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Admission will include tickets to a Portland Trailblazers game happening immediately after the seminar. Now, if, if this is interesting to you and you'd like some more information, you can go to GNACsports.com and click on the Women in Sports tab at the bottom of the page. In New York, former Western Washington All-American track and field athlete Alex Harrison will participate in the World Team Trials for a chance to be selected for Team USA's Olympic bobsledding team. Harrison, who competed in the decathlon and javelin for the Vikings, is currently working on his doctorate in sports, uh, sports physiology and performance at East Tennessee State while helping coach its track team. Harrison's going to travel to Lake Placid to compete Saturday for a chance to join Team USA in South Korea for the 2018 Winter Games. In Ellensburg, Wildcat legend Gary Frederick was honored at the Central Washington-Western Oregon football game this past Saturday. Frederick officially retired after spending more than 50 years as an administrator and coach for the Wildcats. He was the school's athletic director for 18 years and coached baseball, women's basketball, football, and softball during his tenure, winning a combined 731 games. Also in Ellensburg, Central Washington volleyball player Kaylee Kite recorded her 1,786th dig against St. Martin Saturday night to become the school's career digs leader. The senior libero hit the magic number in the second set of the Wildcats' three-set victory. Kite currently sits in seventh on the GNAC all-time list, nine digs away from taking over the sixth spot. Western Washington, Samantha Hutchinson's the only active player with more, as she is third all-time with 1,965 digs. In California, the Azusa Pacific football team returned to the American Football Coaches Association Top 25 last week, coming in at number 25. The Cougars then beat number 24 Humboldt State last week and earned its fifth victory in a row on Saturday against Dixie State. Cougars running back Terrell Watson currently leads all divisions nationally in rushing with 1,279 yards, and he's just 118 yards away from 5,000 for his career. Don't forget to read about the Players of the Week and Red Lion Team of the Week. You can find it all at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is going to be right back after this brief timeout. GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, statistics, and more for all 11 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC.tv. When I first came to SFU, I thought I knew exactly what I wanted. When I got into my second semester, I suddenly wasn't so sure what I wanted to do anymore. So I started to explore a little bit. Archaeology, communications, history, even theology. And then I decided to go on exchange to France for a year. I was an orientation leader for a year, became a community advisor in residence, helped start a choir. I even took a rowing course. After SFU, I have lots of possibilities of what I could do. But whatever I do, I know I'll be ready for it.
And welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. We're going to return our attention now from basketball to football. As joining us from Ellensburg, Washington, is Central Washington University cornerback Isaiah Davis. This week's Great Northwest Athletic Conference Special Teams Player of the Week. He had five punt returns for 88 yards, including setting up the game-winning touchdown in Central Washington's 24-20 football victory at homecoming against Western Oregon. Isaiah, thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Oh, glad to be here. Now, let's talk a little bit about your punt returns. Five for 88 on Saturday, including the one that set up the game-winning touchdown. Did you feel a little pressure at that point in the game, late in the fourth quarter, to, to come up with uh, with some kind of play to potentially put your team into a, a game-winning situation? I mean, yeah, I think there's a little bit. I feel like all of us as athletes on the field, you try to do what you can to put your team in the best position to win. And especially with power returns, I know that's giving me the hands-on experience just to kind of be able to, okay, if I get a good return, it'll put the offense in a shorter field, and that way we can hopefully get some points on the board. So, I mean, there's a little pressure, but a lot of it's just out there just doing what we're supposed to do. You last year led the conference in punt returns, averaging 13 per uh, return last year. This year, with your game on Saturday, you're number 15 in the nation in punt returns. I guess that brings up an obvious question. What makes you so valuable and so reliable returning punts for Central Washington's football team? Uh, off the back, I have to give a good hand to Coach Witt. He's our special teams coordinator. He does a great job with us in practice, whether it's blocking, whether it's our scouting, knowing who we're going against, how far the punter can kick the ball, and where he likes to kick it. So I'll say first off really starts with that, the guys up front blocking for me. And then when I get the ball in my hands, I'm able to make a few guys miss, which usually you need to at least make one miss to get a good return. So the ability to make that guy miss and have blockers on the field is never hurts. So it's like we do a good job in that area of getting yards for our offense. When did you start returning punts? You you transferred to Central Washington after after a time at Eastern Washington University. Uh, you come out of a great high school program at South Kitsap over in Western Washington. At what point in your football career did they put you back to start returning punts? I started. I started playing football my eighth grade year, and I think it was my ninth grade year that I actually started being a primary punt returner. So yeah, I'll say you, since my ninth grade year. Did you seek out that position, or were you drafted? I guess you could say for it. I was kind of drafted for it. I mean, it was definitely an interesting thing. I've just kind of been one of those players where the coaches want the ball in my hands, so they just kind of want to try me out there. And A lot of people actually don't have the easiest time catching puns, so once they found out that I could catch it, that's probably the biggest part. So being able to catch it, and it just kind of took off from there. I am in awe, quite frankly, of punt returners because you almost have to have two sets of eyes. You have to be looking up to catch the football, you have to be looking downfield to see who is coming down to block for you and certainly who is coming down to try to tackle you. How are you able to split your concentration uh, in that regard? Uh, you really try to get out all the details and just look at the big picture. I know my main thing is ball security is always first, so you got to make sure you know where the ball is, make sure you catch the ball. But as far as watching players coming down, luckily we got we always we all wear different colored jerseys, so... I can, I kind of distinguish the color jersey. I know what we're wearing. I know what the opponent's wearing. So I try to first off see what closest 
what goes closest to me, that'll let me know if I need a fair catch or not. Generally, we have a player back there for us, so I'll see a teammate blocking for me. And just being able to sit, identify where the different colors are is a definite, definitely an advantage of me catching the ball without actually knowing exactly who is where. Now, not only are you a punt returner for the Wildcats, you're also a starter in the defensive secondary. And this year, the Wildcat defense has 14 interceptions on the season. You have two of those yourself after you led the GNAC in interceptions last year. What's making this year's Wildcat bunch such a ball-hawking group that's coming up with uh, with a number of interceptions? Uh, that'll definitely have to go to our defensive coordinator, Payam Sadat. He does a great job in practice with emphasizing turnovers. I mean, we try to get more fumbles as well, but we've definitely been able to react to the ball in the air, whether it's one player just going up and making a play. But a lot of our interceptions this year have come off of tips as well, just when the ball is in the air, getting thrown ball reaction. And even though you may not make the tackle or make the interception, just running towards that area because you never know what might happen. So we have tip picks. I mean, we have our with our game scheme, our linebackers have come up with a lot of big interceptions, especially Kevin Haynes. He's been in there on a few of them. And, yeah, we're just kind of ball hungry, trying to do our part to get turnovers and change the field for us. This Saturday, big game, the Wildcats play at Humboldt State. Humboldt State 5-1 and one on the year, the Wildcats 4-3. and three. What do you expect on Saturday? Uh, we're expecting a good, I mean, a great matchup. They have their uh, all-star running back, Ricky Dooley, who's returning back, and they have a new freshman running back who seems to kind of be the focal points of their offense. So tackling will be key for us this week. They got a couple new wideouts. They have their returning slot number three. He's a great player. He makes a lot of people miss. So we're definitely going to have to be on our A game. And when we go down there, it should be a fight. Hopefully we come up victorious, but it will definitely be a battle. Yeah, Chase Kribache is the is the receiver that you're talking about there. Well, Isaiah, thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Good luck to you uh, individually, and good luck to the Wildcats for the rest of this uh, 2014 football campaign. Uh, thank you. Really appreciate it. Isaiah Davis joining us tonight from Ellensburg on GNAC Insider. And time now to take a look ahead at what's in store this week in the GNAC. In volleyball, the top teams collide Saturday as conference co-leaders Northwest Nazarene and Alaska Anchorage take the court. Northwest Nazarene currently ranks 16th and on a four-game win streak, while the Seawolves have won six straight. In women's soccer, conference leader Western Washington will face off against the second and third place teams this week. Thursday, the Vikings and upcoming guest Laura Moore host Seattle Pacific. Then on Saturday, they face the Central Washington Wildcats in Bellingham. The Simon Fraser clan will also play Seattle Pacific and Central at home this week as it looks to end its six-game losing streak. Football, Humboldt State, as we just mentioned, will play host to Central Washington. Humboldt coming off its bye week after losing for the first time this season to Azusa Pacific. The Wildcats are 3-1 and in conference play following that 24-20 victory over Western Oregon this past Saturday. This weekend, the Wolves will play host to Simon Fraser. Western Oregon and the Klan have one loss apiece heading into the fifth week of conference play. Men's soccer, Simon Fraser will travel to two of the three teams above them in the standings this week to Northwest Nazarene and Montana State Billings. The Klan has won three of its last four matches, while NNU suffered just its first conference loss a few weeks back. Montana State Billings, which is third in the GNAC, has also won five of its last seven games. 
And in cross country for the 10 GNAC teams will compete this weekend in their last races before the GNAC championships. Western Oregon runs at the Oregon State Beaver Classic on Friday. Western Washington will stay in Bellingham to compete at the Western Washington Invitational, where Central Washington will join them on Saturday. And Simon Frazier will compete in the BC Cross Country Championships on Saturday as well. The GNAC Cross Country Championships come up on Saturday, November 1st, 10.30 a.m. in Monmouth, Oregon. This is GNAC Insider. We're back after this brief timeout. Fall is in the air, and you know what that means. Fall and winter sports. With more than 40 hotels throughout the West, why not take a road trip with Red Lion Hotels and follow your favorite team? With plush pillow top beds, free Wi-Fi, restaurants and lounges, we want you to stay comfortable. Visit RedLion.com for the lowest rate guaranteed. Red Lion Hotels are proud supporters of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hit the road with us. Red Lion Hotels. There's always a Red Lion nearby. Every time a student learns something new, makes a discovery, or helps a team, it's not just good for that student, it's good for the whole community. At St. Martin's University, we know the impact a well-prepared graduate can have on the world. That's why, last year, we extended more than $11 million in scholarships to our students. Because the more we invest in them, the brighter the future becomes for all of us. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. Well, from football now, we'll turn our attention to women's soccer. Laura Moore, Seattle Pacific University midfielder, going to join us now on GNAC Insider from Seattle. Laura, good evening, and thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, you've had quite a career at Seattle Pacific. A couple of years back, honorable mention, GNAC performer. Last year, first team GNAC performer. And in the uh, last two years, you've also seen your team make it all the way to the second round of the NCAA tournament. What does that do for this year's team? How much more individual confidence do you have and maybe team confidence after those back-to-back trips to uh, to the NCAA tourney? Uh, you know, I have total confidence in our team. We're extremely hardworking. Uh, we are always looking to get into the NCAA tournament. That's one of our top goals. And then from there, obviously, you know, we're always trying to get to, um, you know, win the NCAA tournament overall. But I have total confidence in our team. Um, we've definitely grown tremendously uh, since I've been here. And I think we have one of the best teams we've had so far. How are you a better player from last year, and how were you a better player last year than you were the previous year? What's been your progression in that regard? Uh, You know, I think just that I've been with the team for uh, two years now. Uh, I've grown a lot more confidence in my play. I'm more confident on the ball, getting more playing time. So pretty much just the confidence overall um, has made me a better player over the years. Uh, You know, I've been scoring a lot more. Uh, last year and uh, this year compared to my freshman year. So definitely confidence is a huge factor. What's the key to being a competitive and a good midfielder like you are? The key, um, you know, hard work, I think. Uh, you know, being passionate about the game, uh, constantly putting effort in, um, you know, being the first to every ball, uh, just putting the extra effort in definitely is a, definitely key. 
This coming Thursday, it's a big game for the Falcons and for Western Washington University. You play up in Bellingham against Western Washington. The Vikings right now in first place. Seattle Pacific second place with a 6-2-3 and three conference mark overall. You tied 1-1 at home earlier this season. What do you expect this coming Thursday? It looks to me, I mean, on paper, this looks like it's going to be a Donnybrook. Oh, yeah. I'm, we are so excited to play, go up there and play on their field. Um, it's new, and it plays like ours, so we're excited about that. Um, you know, last time we came out with a tie, and we lost to them twice last year. Uh, well, actually, three three times we lost to them and beat them once. Uh, so this year we're just looking out, looking to come out and win this game. We, You know, this is one of the games that we get most excited about um, in the season, and it's very competitive and you know, it's one. It's going to be a great battle for sure. Now, if you win this Thursday and Western Oregon loses this Thursday, you clinch a berth in the postseason. Is that more pressure or is that more excitement heading into the game? You know, I think that's more excitement for us. I mean, there's obviously going to be a little bit of pressure, um, knowing that in the back of our minds. But you know, we're excited. We want to um, have that automatic berth into the NCAA tournament and not have to rely on winning the GNAC tournament. So I think that it's more excitement that, you know, we can um, determine our outcome in the postseason. And so, you know, we sh- that's exciting. As you head into the game Thursday, you're currently on a five-game unbeaten streak. Are the Falcons playing their best soccer of the season right now, or is there still room for improvement? I think there's always room for improvement. I think that we are definitely playing a lot better than we were playing in the beginning of the season. But I think that, you know, we come to practice each time to look to improve. Each uh, game that we play for a second time around, we're looking to improve each time. So there's always room for improvement. But I definitely think we're playing some of our best attacking soccer right now. Thursday at Western Washington. Saturday at Simon Fraser, Then Western Oregon and Central Washington. Is this the most challenging part of the Falcons' schedule? You know, I have to say so. It's coming down to the end where, um, you know, Western and I are battling for, you know, first place. And, uh, you know, I think that as a team we know we need to win out uh, the rest of our games so we can get that berth into the NCAA tournament. So it's definitely, um, it's definitely a hard part of our season for sure. Well, Laura, we appreciate you making time for us tonight on GNAC Insider. Again, uh, thanks for, for joining us this evening. Good luck in this upcoming stretch of games to you and the Falcons, and uh, good luck on your quest to make it again into the NCAA postseason. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Laura Moore from Seattle Pacific Soccer joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. We're going to close out tonight's program after this brief timeout. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. And visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Now is the perfect time to enjoy a romantic stay at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Book a lake tower room with a cozy fireplace and world-class view of Lake Coeur d'Alene. Take advantage of Beverly's renowned wine cellar and five-star dining. Or enjoy the resort's many luxury amenities, including our award-winning spa, indoor pool, and fitness facility. You just can't beat the view from the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Packages start at just $189. 
to book your getaway, call or visit cdaresort.com. And welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. And uh, once again, thanks to our guests tonight, Aaron Chambers from Simon Fraser University, Isaiah Davis from Central Washington University, and Laura Moore from Seattle Pacific University. We, of course, are going to be back next Tuesday with another edition of GNAC Insider. Until then, thanks as well to our producer, Nathan Weber, and thanks to you for joining us. And Until next Tuesday at 7 o'clock, you're now a GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. So long for now. You've been listening to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.